0: What if I told you that I know something that can absolutely change your perspective on your own life and greatly increase your ability to deal with whatever comes your way? And here's a little inside tip. Everything that comes your way is the same. I'm Chris Cuomo, welcome to a special of Cuomo on the Couch, where you get to go to school on my failures. And in learning the hard way and distilling wisdom that isn't mine and has been around for centuries because life has gone on much the same way since the beginning. Certain things change, but everything basically stays the same. And now you can learn from me. So thank you for subscribing, following, checking out the substack where I'm going through my long COVID journey, what's working, what's not for people without the access and resources that I have and also to feed me your ideas so that we can spread better information for people. So it is called the art of acquiescence. Acquiescence, what does that mean? Uh, Doesn't that mean to quit? No. It doesn't mean like to give in, like surrender, acquiesce to somebody's demands. Yes, but- it's very helpful often to look up the etymology, okay, the root and word history for a given definition. It comes from to yield or agree to be at rest. Now, the art of acquiescence As understood by Marcus Aurelius and taught by the great Stoics, okay, whether it's Seneca or Epictetus, I mean, many great minds came to the same conclusion that I'm about to just bomb on you with a philosophy bomb right now. And this is the easiest part of this is understanding it here, okay? The art of acquiescence has nothing to do with quitting. It has to do with acceptance, like in the serenity prayer. Why do we pray for that? Because it's hard. Okay, so what are we accepting? Okay. When you think about your life and your concerns, if you think about them, no matter how specific they get, they fall into general buckets of worry. I'm going to be haunted by what I did in the past. It's going to change everything. It'll never be better. I can't fix it. I'll never get the job. She'll never stay with me. He doesn't really like me. This isn't going to be what I needed it to be. I'm going to fail. All of those things, right? My kid's not going to get into school. They're not going to be smart. They're not going to be popular, right? Whatever it is. I'm fat. I'm never going to get in shape. I can't, whatever it is. They all boil down to the same things. What can you do about the past? What can you do about the future? The answer is nothing. You have no control over either. Just now, you've heard this. Kung Fu Panda said it brilliantly. It was actually Sifu. No, it was actually the turtle. Master Ugui, Ugwe, Master Ugwe, Master Uguay. The past is history, the future, a mystery, but today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. Genius. Fucking loved it. That's all true. But now you have to use that to an either even bigger truth bomb. And this has always been true, and it must be so, and I can prove it to you. Through philosophy, but also metaphysical understanding. Ah, here it is. Ready? Whoop. It's hard to say because it's been kicking my ass for decades. Everything that happens is the same. Everything that happens is the same. Let's break it down. What are you talking about? Uh, my kid comes over and kisses me and says, thank you, daddy. I love you. Oh, that's nice. My kid comes up to me and says, I hate you. I'm going to smoke crack the rest of my life. That's not nice. How are these two things the same? How much control do you have over either? Well, I don't, I mean, I, I tried to love her. I tried to make sure that she know. right? Come on. Any parent out there? What's going to win? Nature or nurture, Right. Their own people, you have very little control. You have very little control over yourself, let alone something else. Good outcomes, bad outcomes, they're both coming guaranteed. And in what measure? Who knows? Who knows? So, what we teach ourselves is emphasize the good, downplay the bad. Nope. No, no, no. Why? Because you get into the same rut that I've been in of self delusion, of exaggerating things and desperately wanting good and to hold on to it and to maximize it and praise it and inculcate the memory and hold on to that energy and create more of it. No, it doesn't work. Bad things happen, mitigate it, minimize it, ignore it, let it go. No. It's still there. It's still there. All events in life are the same. How? That's nature. That is the nature of things. If you believe in a reasoned existence, or even if you believe in God or an intelligent design, whatever you want, whatever dynamic you ascribe to for what is motivating existence, if these things occur... They must have purpose. Yeah, I'll tell you the purpose. To be a nasty bastard who's lying about me and putting out bullshit and doing this to my kid and doing that to my wife and doing this to me at work and doing this to my car. Flat tire. No, we're looking at it all wrong. We're looking at it all wrong. If something happens for a reason, then everything happens for a reason. I do not believe in fate or destiny or luck. It's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that either you accept your existence as comprehensive or you don't accept existence. That's your choice, okay? That's your choice. You can take a psychedelic and just tune out of this reality like Timothy Leary was preaching and just, Tune out, be part of your own netherworld where things aren't the way they fall here. This is about chance and probability and all kinds of shit is coming your way and you have limited control, limited control. You treat people well, they're gonna treat you well. Who says? Who says you've got a chance that they'll treat you well? You'll get a chance of reciprocity or any kind of reciprocal benefit, but there's no given, there's no control over that. No way, human beings are morally neutral. They are conditioned to believe in behaviors and ethos and mores. They are self-interested. You don't believe me? Put a cookie between two one-year-olds. Put a cookie between two one-year-olds and you will see that we are animals that are based off self-interest and that is humanity. Things are gonna happen. Support for the Chris Cuomo Project comes from Cozy Earth. Let me tell you, bedding matters. And this isn't just me telling you this. In a recent survey, seven out of 10 parents said that they get an average of three hours of sleep a night in the baby's first year. Hello, Greg. Now, mommies need quality sleep and bedding will matter. There are other variables, but here's one that you can control, okay? When we made the switch to Cozy Earth, I noticed the difference. I did not know that fabric or textiles could really be temperature sensitive, meaning if it's cold, they keep you warm. If it's warm, they can kind of cool you off. I did not know that. I know it now, because I have Cozy Earth, okay? So, this Mother's Day, Why don't you treat the mamas in your life to the luxury they deserve with Cozy Earth Bedding and Sleepwear and prioritize her self-care and sleep health? Doesn't she deserve it? Mm -hmm. Don't forget, use my promo code CHRIS at checkout and you'll get 35% off at CozyEarth.com. Okay? When you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select my show in the drop-down And that will make me very happy. Support for the Chris Cuomo Project comes from Done With Debt. Let me tell you, we're all dealing with it, especially in American culture, right? Because we're so credit sensitive. We have so much available credit. People take advantage of it. Often it takes advantage of them. High interest credit cards are real. Loans make it nearly impossible to pay off your debt. Inflation keeps just taking away what you can pay keeps you stuck in almost a paycheck-to-paycheck existence. Done With Debt can be a lifeline. Done With Debt has this ingenious new system that gives you a way to deal with debt faster and easier than you probably thought possible. See, Done With Debt analyzes all the debt options that you qualify for. They know how to reduce bills, cut interest rates, they have a skilled staff of negotiators that know how to get debt out of your life, ready? Permanently. Done With Debt has a bunch of experts. They've been doing this and they know the best strategies to reduce and remove debt from your life. But you gotta hurry, because some debt solutions are time sensitive. Here's how easy they'll make it. If you go to donewithdebt.com That's donewithdebt.com, right? D-O-N-E-W-I-T-H-D-E-B-T dot com. You can find the answers to your debt problems. Now, what do Christians tell you? If there's a God and he loves us, why the fuck do kids get born with cancer and heart ailments? Why do horrible things happen to innocents? Why do we have what's happening in Gaza if there's a benevolent God, let alone for the chosen people? And they will tell you, God makes the rules, but he doesn't referee the game. That's free will. That's choice. If that works for you, great. But I think it's even simpler than that. And I know it is because many thinkers long before Jesus arrived at a same yet more distilled conclusion, which is, It is what it is, my favorite expression in the world, even though I've never really known what it means. I-I-W-I-I, I want it on a hat, just so people can say, what does that mean? And I'll say, I don't know. It is what it is, meaning what? That existence is going to have outcomes and events, and the idea of placing judgments is missing the point of our existence. So you're saying there's no good or evil. There's no right or wrong. Now, first of all, you wanna go down this philosophical hole, we absolutely can. People have spent lifetimes thinking about these metaphysical properties and deontology versus utilitarianism and the idea of duty versus just unique value to the self and whether there's anything uh, like altruism or is everything just inspired self-interest or is it nihilism? There are all of these different philosophies that have chewed on this like a cud for way more time than you or I have. Here's what I'm saying. Philosophically, okay, your existence is going to have outcomes that you don't control. Some are good, some are bad. Both are definitely going to happen to you. And I don't know in what measure. I do not know. But that's where the art of acquiescence comes in. It's not as simple as saying, I give up whatever's gonna happen. I'm just a shell on the seashore and the wave. No, it's not what I'm saying. It's the opposite of that. It's a totally aggressive posture. It's a totally active posture, okay? Has nothing to do with being submissive if you see that as weakness, okay? I don't, but whatever. Here's what it means. Something good happened. Oh, and I'll give you one more for instance before I keep dumping this truth bomb on you. How many great stories have you heard about someone who developed a great success or a champion this or a record breaker that, that had nothing but a straight path to success and they just learned from one success after another? And then this went well, and then I did that, and then that was awesome, and then I did, never, Never, never. Even Michael Jordan got cut from his damn JV basketball team. Why? Failure motivates and teaches. Why? Because somebody took the opportunity to see value in a negative experience. You don't have to, but it's going to happen anyway. What do you do with it? That is the art of acquiescence forget about judging what comes it will drive you mad listen to me listen to me the man who cannot defend himself why because in the media if you're explaining you're losing in the media if you're talking you're extending you're at the mercy of the druthers of people driving narratives And the only thing that we have going for ourselves these days in the multiplication of media and the magnification of everything is that it's going to pass. This too shall pass. But boy, does that suck. To just let something that is wrong, that is mean-spirited, that is inaccurate, that is unfair, whatever words you want to ascribe to it derisively, is to just let it go. And sometimes you have to do that. Why? Because there's a game and the game's got rules. And their game's going to beat you 10 times out of 10. So what you have to do is learn to see value in all things. Learn to see opportunity in all things. Now, we know that this isn't some crazy uh, ascetical notion of enjoying the suck. It's not that simple. It's not that simple. Because again, nothing teaches like failure. No greatness has ever been achieved in a vacuum of... Pure success, never. You are spurred on by that which challenges you. Your life is defined by how you deal with the struggle, and you will struggle. You will suffer. Do you understand? This is not a sad reckoning. And this is not for children. This is for the people raising them. This is for the protectors and the providers and the doers and the makers and the people who have drive and a desire to be better, then you cannot hide from existence. You cannot delude yourself about existence. You cannot pray away outcomes. You can pray for the strength. You can pray for the resolve. You can pray for the assiduity, the stick to deal. But you can't, don't let me fail, don't let me fail, don't let me fail. That is a fool's errand. Everything that happens is the same. Everything that happens is an opportunity for you to do something about what has come your way. That's what you control. How do you respond to what comes your way? I love you. I love you too. You're a jerk. Go fuck yourself. These are choices. They are choices that lead to consequences. There is opportunity in all of them. Jocko Willink, however you say his name. I keep trying to get him on the podcast. He doesn't even answer my questions, but I'm a fan. And he has this viral um, notion, notion that went viral, (laughs) Good. You didn't get the job. Good. Get to work on yourself. Build up your resume. You didn't get the equipment you needed. Good. You find a different way to do the operation. You see what I'm saying? It's no matter what comes your way, you say good. And people have found other ways to do this. Yes, thank you is another way. I was reminded of this in this challenge I'm doing through Ryan Holiday's stoic community. And I'm doing this 21 days. I don't know how many days it is, but a challenge where every day you're having a different meditation. And this was one of it that really reminded me of this, which is just such a powerful idea and so functional in life. It is the most important instruction in life. That is what I should have said at the top. This is it. This is it. This is what screws you up in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, your 60s. I think. I haven't gotten there yet. But... To this point, this is it, is in wanting to delineate between what you like and what you don't, what is good and what is bad, what is right and what is wrong, what helps and what hurts, what drives positive and negative. It is a flawed premise. You don't control what comes your way. You only control how to deal with what comes your way. And that gives you an endless, myriad ways to deal with it. And I'm not telling you that one is right, one is wrong, one is good, one is bad. I'm telling you the condition is real. Everything that happens is the same, okay? A baby is born. You're starting a family. What are you going to do with it? How are you going to respond to be a parent? You're going to fail, that's how, and you're going to learn, and you're going to keep going. That's what you're going to do. Someone dies too soon or after 101 years. What are you going to remember about them? How are you going to carry their legacy forward? These things are the same. They are opportunities to respond to situations. Is it better, question, is it better to have more positive things to respond to in your life? I don't know that. Those could, that could drive complacency. It could set you up to be weak, when stressed or under a challenge. So should you be David Goggins and just try to set yourself up into a near existential crisis every day? Listen, I like David Goggins. I consider him a friend of mine, okay? He is absolutely an inspiration to me, but I ain't him. I can't handle it. I'm not as hard as he is, but he is a great motivator to help me do it. And look, in all things I say, as you get towards the extremes, you know, you're asking for trouble, all right? Or you're asking for a level of commitment that you better be ready for. And that's David Goggins. But for the rest of us, okay, there is an immutable truth, all right? This is the truth. Everything that happens is the same. It is rarely in your control except how to respond to it and what to do with it. And there is absolutely an opportunity in both sides. I have had some really stupid shit happen to me over the last few years, and I have dealt with it every wrong way that you can: regret, anger, guilt, shame, revenge, whatever it is. God, right? Trying to distract myself from a zen. <laughs> I've tried everything everything let me beat this guy up and pretend it was my problems being how'd that feel every different way what does it tell you at the end of the day what is the reconciled truth that hurt by the way this guy threw me down on my elbow now it's sore you know what that teaches you learn how to fall maybe next time i fall i won't fall like this i'll fall like this like i've been trained to for the last 20 freaking years you see what i'm saying in everything There is opportunity. And I learned to see that the hard way, even from my own hardship. Someone's tearing me in half, twisting shit, lying on social media. Okay. Think about why they're saying what they're saying. See where the advantages gain there. Now, how can that point or that area be used to what I think matters? Is this at a minimum opportunity to practice not giving attention to that which is useless. Instead of giving in to the jealousy or the envy or the disrespect or the animus towards a dynamic that would reward this piece of shit for saying these kinds of things about what matters in this person or that, whatever it is, there is no value to that. There is no value to you in your animus towards someone else unless you use it to make yourself better than them. Hence the stoic notion, what is the greatest revenge? Right? To kill the people who wrong you. No, I'm kidding. Don't be Sicilian. Sorry, mom. The greatest revenge is to not be like what you oppose. The greatest revenge is to not be like what was done to you that was wrong. A life well lived that is only going to happen if no matter what comes your way, you decide to take it on and to take something from it. We see this in small ways and in big ways. Ever had surgery? Like minor kind of surgery, like ACL surgery. I know it's not that minor, I had it shoulder. What do they tell you every time? You take this PT like a job, you'll wind up better than you were before. How? I just had surgery. My, ne- my knee's done. I'm never going to dunk again. If the joint is fixed and intact and you train your ass off and do things that you weren't doing before when you got injured, you'll be better afterwards, even though it brought you to your lowest. Now, how can that be the case? Because everything that happens is the same. And within it, there is an opportunity. Think about that, how counterintuitive it is. So you're saying that two guys who are equal athletes, one blows out his knee. Now who's the better athlete? Well, depends. When do you want to judge it? When the guy is injured or after he's recovered and he's used the injury as an opportunity to get better than the other guy? Happens. Not all the time. Welcome to life. I told you everything is the same. It doesn't mean everybody's going to deal with things the same way. Not everybody's going to have the strength of character. Not everybody's going to have the means. Not everybody's going to have the, uh, the emotional or physical or intellectual capacity. We're all different. But it doesn't change the rules. It doesn't change the reality. It doesn't change the truth. Support for the Chris Cuomo Project comes from AG1. Listen, my brothers and sisters, you know that I take my health seriously, right? I'm an aging athlete. I'm dealing with long COVID. That's why AG1 is a big part of my game, and I have been taking it for many years. Why? Because it's one and done. I don't have to worry about the combinations. I don't have to worry about the price the same way. It's so much less expensive than taking all these things separately. And... It's the deliverability. It's just a scoop in a glass of warm water for me, but you can put a scoop of it in whatever you want. And boop down the hatch, and that's that. People ask me all the time, AG1, do you really take it? Yeah, it's all over my house. And I've been drinking it for a long time, and I think it works. I have partnered with AG1 for so long because they make a high quality product that I trust to have as part of my routine every day. So you wanna replace whatever you're doing now? start AG1. Try AG1 and get a free 1-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and 5 free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com/ccp. That's drinkag1.com/ccp. Check it out. Support for the Chris Cuomo project comes from AG1. Listen, my brothers and sisters, you know that I take my health seriously, right? I'm an aging athlete. I'm dealing with long COVID. That's why AG1 is a big part of my game, and I have been taking it for many years. Why? Because it's one and done. I don't have to worry about the combinations. I don't have to worry about the price the same way. It's so much less expensive than taking all these things separately. And it's the deliverability. It's just a scoop and a glass of warm water for me, but you can put a scoop of it in whatever you want and boop down the hatch and that's that people ask me all the time ag1 do you really take it yeah it's all over my house and i've been drinking it for a long time and i think it works i have partnered with ag1 for so long because they make a high quality product that i trust to have as part of my routine every day so you want to replace whatever you're doing now start ag1 Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com ccp. That's drinkag1.com ccp. Check it out. Some of the most magnificent human beings I've met in my life were dealing with the most shit. Maddie Joseph Thaddeus Stepanek was the most special kid I've ever met in my life. And he was dealing with a rare form of muscular dystrophy since he was a child. He watched and heard about each of his three siblings before him dying as infants. His mother, they didn't know what was going on with Maddie until Jenny was diagnosed with the same condition. Watching, burying all her kids, not knowing why, blaming herself. Jenny is one of the sweetest, most loving, most intelligent, most formidable people I know and she's in a chair and sipping oxygen through a tube. Maddie was one of the most enlightened, talented, sweet, inspirational human beings I've ever been around in my life. And they both spend every day beating death in a way none of us can even contemplate. How, how? Because everything is the same and you make an opportunity what to do with it. And that is the real regret. That is the shame. You want to feel bad about something. Feel bad if you wind up doing what I have done for so long, which is missing that and fighting against it and blaming for the bad. And thinking that you can pray your way to the good or that it's about luck or fortune. It's about none of that. It's about choice, reasoned choice and consistent action or inaction and what is said and what is refrained from and what is done and what is refrained from in response to everything that comes. Everything is the same. Well, that's not fair. What are you going to do with it? Okay? Man, this was a no-brainer, this layup. How did I miss? What are you going to do with it? Guy comes, hits you in the side of the head. Your eyes are closed. You throw it up. It goes in. What, now you got skills? Each of these, what are you going to do with them? What are you going to do with them? They are opportunities. Man, I better learn how to shield myself better on this way. See, that ball went in. I don't even know how. What am I going to do the next time? Right? How did I miss this? Man, I must've gotten my footwork. I got to work on it. Everything is an opportunity if you want it. You see, what we do is try to divorce ourselves from, not we, forget that. What I did, what I still do, what I just did now before starting this taping, okay? This is like day 40 of me trying to eat differently to try to help myself with the long COVID. Oh, what's that? Is that a Reese's uh, peanut butter cup in the shape of a heart? Where'd that come from? I thought I was going to eat healthy today. And then there are two more right behind it. Why? I had a choice. I had an opportunity and I muffed it. Now what am I going to do? What's the most common thing in dieting? What's the most common thing in dieting after screwing up a meal during the day? What's the most common thing? Botching the rest of the day, right? I screwed up my breakfast. I screwed up my lunch. Fuck it. I might as well just, you know, eat nothing but pie tonight. Right? That is choice. There is an equal opportunity to do something different. I have an equal opportunity now to not eat for the rest of the night. Fast until the morning. Burn those freaking calories. Make it back. That's up to me. But to blame myself, my stress, my feeling, my long COVID, all these little things, thats those are excuses. That is weakness. That is a lie. You are lying to yourself. I am lying to myself. Every time, no matter what it is, no matter what your temptation is, no matter what your weakness is, no matter what the behavior is, and the beauty of it is, The mystery of it is, is that until the day that you're done, and who knows when that is, especially in this world, there's always a next. There's always a next. And everything that happens is the same. And that is the art of acquiescence. Get past judging what comes your way oh, all of my uh, good deeds are paying off because this mortgage came through at the rate I wanted. And I didn't think, why spend time on that? Why spend time on building in hocus pocus to probabilities? You get the mortgage, great. Figure out how to start paying it off early. You don't get the mortgage, check out your credit rating and your balance sheet. What can you do? What can you use this to do? That's the art of acquiescence. Stop fighting the truth. It's happening anyway. People will hear this. Some of them will be looking to make a market in Discord. That's what they do. They bitch for a living. Cuomo's selling pop philosophy now, he's a, a self-help guru. That's on them. Say what you want. I get to decide what I do with that noise. I can do nothing, I can use it, I can respond, whatever. But them doing that is no different than one of the greatest minds of our time saying, oh hey, I heard Cuomo's video. That's amazing, everybody should... Script. Each one of those Instead of getting caught up in the value system or in the emotional response to how you feel about it, weighing it, use it, use it. You get a bump. How do you use your expanded reach? You get knocked down. How do you retool? How do you rethink? How do you pivot? Everything that happens is the same. That is what Marcus Aurelius called the art of acquiescence. That's what Jocko means when he says good. Uh, That's what this other author that Ryan Holiday was telling me about. I think his name is Holmes. Yes, thank you. You get pushed down the stairs. Yes, thank you. You know, now I know to watch people when they're behind me. The point is that this is not empty rationalization. It's as real as anything else. And I'm telling you, no matter what your theory of existence comes to, all right? This is true. You do not control most of what comes your way. No way. No way. There's way too much randomness in life. Arbitrary, sometimes capricious. Not just as a legal standard, but as a reality in life. You always have reason choice. If you're blessed with the capabilities, you always have control over what you do to respond to what happens. Now, that does not make it easy. It just makes it more simple. And there is a beauty in that. And there is a gift in that if you decide to receive it and see it for what it is. But most of you will not. Most of you will not. Why? It's easier. It's easier to pack it other ways. Fate, luck, destiny, everything happens for a reason. God cursed me because of this. You can find whatever you want. I did. I do. But I know it's the wrong way. I know I'm just distracting myself from the reality of not wanting to participate in my own existence as actively as I can because I'm feeling sorry for myself or some other negativity. But the truth is, everything that happens is the same. And within everything, there is an opportunity. It doesn't mean that everything's good. Of course not. It doesn't mean everything that happens is bad. Of course not. It means everything that happens is what you think it is. Oh, please. I just got hit in the head with a cannonball. That's bad. What are you going to do about it? Getting hit in the head with a cannonball is bad. True. True. Unless there were two cannonballs coming in, you ducked one. (laughs) But the point remains the same. You don't control what happens. There's going to be good. There's going to be bad. Your choice is what you do with each. How you think about it, how you feel about it, how you react to it, those are within your control. That's the truth. And if you live that truth, it's up to you and you can get yourself to a better place. And we've seen it time and memoriam from the days of the ancient Greeks until right in this moment. Somewhere, someone is taking lessons from what life brings to them and not getting caught up in balancing and weighing and judging and just reacting and ignoring what doesn't work for them and stepping into what does and finding value, finding lessons. And that is a life well lived. Easy to say, hard to do. And that's where let's get after it comes from. That is the organic, the origination of it for me in my life. It wasn't made for TV. It was done to just me dealing with a bunch of obstacles and ducking them and realizing at one point, you know, you can hide under the covers. This shit's still there. All right? Sometimes you're making up the boogeyman under your bed. But most often, reality is called that for a reason. And you're going to have to deal with it either on your terms or on its terms but you always have the ability to get after it and make of it what you can. Nothing is perfect. Nothing ever will be. But the point is the process. And we see it in every faith. Christians call it being collaborators in creation. The Jews uh, say tikkun olam, to repair the universe. We're here to try to make ourselves and the things around us better. It is the only thing that makes sense for why we're here. And so doesn't it equally make sense that everything that happens is an opportunity to give reason to it and to use it for better or worse. Good luck with it, but there's no such thing as luck. You make your own preparation and the opportunities that life ultimately will provide, all right? So what I wish you is that you have an open mind and a strong will and that you get after it. I'll see you next time. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for following. I hope that this truth works for you sooner and better than it has for me. But I'm working on it because that's all I can do. I'll see you on the Substack. Talk long COVID. I'll see you on News Nation, 8 and 11 P Weekly. It's good to have you there. It's good to have you here. And again, Life is coming your way, good and bad and other. What are you going to do about it? Let's get after it.